Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I'm. Uh, my eyes are crossed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my my lids are shaking. Right. Uh, my throat is scratchy. Are you getting the famous, uh, are you getting the famous, uh, Ghostbusters blowjob <laughs> that Dan Aykroyd received in the movie Ghostbusters? Those are the symptoms of the famous Ghostbusters blowjob. The number one <laughs> supernatural blowjob and comedy poll from the last five years. I've just had a... Sorry. (laughs) Okay, our guest on the program. (laughs) Sorry. Dan Aykroyd himself. I'm sorry, I couldn't keep silent a moment. Five years? Uh, Our guest on the program, uh, comedy writer, uh, a longtime friend of of this program. Uh, Acquaintance. uh, (laughs) We've met. Working on a special but as yet unannounced project with our own Jordan Morris Mm -hmm. that you'll hear an announcement of very soon, but not yet. Not tonight. Not not now. (laughs) But soon. But soon. Uh, Or not soon. (laughs) Sarah Moore. Ooh, we've wet your whistle. Ahoy, hoy. Is that we're hoping to wet their whistle? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Just consider your whistle wet, listeners. Your whistle's damp. (laughs) We've moistened your whistle. We've moistened your whistle. (laughs) My, My whistle's wet. With ectoplasm. Right. <laughs> Jesse is pointing at his getting my dick sucked yeah. by a... I liked it when he fucked the toaster in the sequel, because it was like the same joke, but... <laughs> Did he fuck a toaster in yeah, the sequel? Yeah, he put some... Well, no, he fucked a handful of slime. Because remember he made this, the slime under the city that was bad vibes? Yeah. I like the sequel. I know people don't. Uh, sequel's, but yeah. sequel's all right. If you, it's good. If, you, if the sequel's on AMC and you turn it on at yep. four on Sunday and you tune into it periodically... You'll go, hey, that Ghostbuster mm-hmm. sequel ain't that bad. I think that uh, once, maybe like five years ago on this show, I watched, I had just watched Ghostbusters for the first time mm. since childhood. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned on this show that I found it to be a fun movie uh, where almost nothing funny happens. Uh-huh. And, uh, but like, I liked all the, you know, like yeah. the, the different guys and all that different stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked all that stuff, but I just didn't think it was very funny. And I probably spent. Three years making up for that, like digging myself sure. back up sure. out of that hole. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing you've brought it up again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, reopen the, the wound. The... Well, let me just say now, Jordan. Yes, <laughs> that the comments I received really changed the way I looked at my oh. experience. And so now, so you think now it's I, funny. I too disagree with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drag yourself. Yes. <laughs> Drag yourself, King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, no, so I why just are you, why are you I, because and... well, I was I was sick and then. I went out at night, and I think as a parent yourself, and Sarah, you were here mm-hmm. with your uh, with your husband and child mm-hmm. this past week, and they've just gone back to England. But yeah. As a parent yourself, I think you will know two major things that I went – three major things that I went sure. through this week. One is uh, your child just brings you illnesses. Yeah. They're primarily oh. a, a vehicle for illnesses. Yeah, a petri dish of whatever <laughs> gross things going on at their school, yeah. And they are extraordinarily powerful. Like, that's the thing. Like, a child, you know, my mom had tuberculosis as a child. She's still knocking around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If she had tuber- got tuberculosis right now, that'd be the end of the story. Sure. So they bring it to you, and then you have it for a week and are miserable, like, even they, though you're the, the child, one with responsibilities. Will you get something that the child shows no symptoms of? Yeah, they'll have like, they'll have like a half hour of like 
runny dr- nose, drowsy time, sure. yeah. and then you'll get like the plague. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much how it works. Okay. The the second thing is, uh, despite the fact that I was sick, my wife you guys and have I kids. I don't. I got to get a son. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so you, did that. you should get a son. <laughs> got to get a son. <laughs> yeah. Does Bug not bring home <laughs> from daycare? Yeah, I've started dropping her off at human daycare. <laughs> um, I'm just looking for ways to appear more sad to the outside <laughs> sure. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kitty daycare. Yeah, kitty daycare. Oh, actually, that sounds adorable. That does sound yeah. kind of cute. Yeah, uh, I, I miss my were, cat. I, I really miss my cat. I, I mean, my child, I saw her this morning. She's daycare. at the airport. That's fine. My cat, I've not seen him for a week. And what do you do with the cat when you're off? Uh, he's very self-sufficient. People came in. They came out. There was a there was a there was a, a family, you know, rotor of people who pop in, play with the cat, feed the cat be ignored by the cat. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's like a kind of, he's like a distinguished gentleman. He's like one of those dudes who just goes around going, oh, you can't say anything anymore. Like confused by <laughs> the world. He's, he's, he's a real Julian Fellows sure. type. Yeah, you can't tell your co-workers they look nice. Yeah, you can't hold a door for anyone. He just seems really What's apologetic. What's wrong with the House of Lords? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't say, it's, you're not even allowed to have gingerbread men anymore. No, no, they're gingerbread people now. And it's like, no yeah. one said that, Booty. <laughs> Wait, we should My do more cat specific. So, oh, oh, you're not allowed to lay in a sunbeam anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have been adding cat shit into yeah. that riff while we were doing it. Brian, go ahead and add some cat shit into sure. that last yeah. riff. So. He lingers yeah. in doorways looking apologetic at all times. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's his that's his role in life, like a dad, like a sort of disenfranchised dad of a cat. I miss him. The yeah. second situation that I face oh, yeah. that I imagine you've probably faced mm-hmm. is we had booked a babysitter three weeks previous mm-hmm. for no special occasion. It was just a date night. Like we, oh, lovely. We've been working on once a month having a babysitter. Uh, and so we, we got the once a month babysitter for this past weekend. And I was, I was like hacking and sweating. Mm. And, but I was like, fuck it. I'm fucking, we're fucking going on a date. So we went out. <laughs> this we went sexy. Out. You're gonna clean up my diarrhea. <laughs> we went out to. We went out. We saw Hannah Gadsby do her oh, show. Lovely. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, uh, and ate afterwards, which to eat after something when you're a parent mm. is the wow. greatest. Luxury what time are you starting that dinner? Nine o'clock. 10 well, o'clock? there was a two. Sh- it was a two show night for Hannah Gadsby, so mm. it was a it was a six thirty door seven o'clock show situation. Love so. those. Uh, so yeah, it was more like a nine o'clock dinner, but nice. that truly felt like one o'clock in the morning. Sure. Um, by the time everything was all settled, the, the babysitter was home. The uh, uh, the romance had concluded. Uh, <laughs> the diarrhea was cleaned up. Yeah, it was about <laughs> it was about midnight when we went to sleep, mm-hmm. which for me extraordinarily late. And that's when I dealt with the third thing, which is. Children don't care what time you went to bed the night before. No. Uh, like, my children are in are bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. That We've worked very hard to train them to wake up at 6 a.m. Uh, but that has been, like, very, very mm-hmm. hard work to get them even to that point. And, like, at... At six a.m. So they're the, they want their natural state is getting up earlier than that. Yes. Are you concerned that they're farmers? Uh, <laughs> I would love it if my children were farmers. That'd be great. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I'd love it if my children had farmers insurance. <laughs> <laughs> be nice. Yeah. Uh, maybe if they took out as long as it's not Salt one of, of those earth. things 
one of those Menendez situations where they take out a big insurance policy on you and then murder you. Oh, yeah. You don't want to get menendez Yeah. That might not be what happened in the Menendez case. Uh, <laughs> I want to make that clear. Hard to say. Uh, that tabloid thing from 1992. Yeah. You don't want to get Tanya Harding. I think <laughs> yeah. we can all agree. We've all bobbited. We've all bobbited. I'm but... no- nodding politely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these were tabloids. Monica scandals. Lewinsky? Viagra. Yeah. Viagra. You don't want to get Viagra. I'm just naming yeah. topical things from exactly. about 15 years ago. Jay Leno may have made fun <laughs> yeah. of when he was still on the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Judge Ito dancer. Yes, the Judge yeah. Ito dancer. The, <laughs> oh, yeah. the in retrospect, we definitely racist Jay Leno joke. Sure. I'm just, this Ito is just dancers. things I've seen on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. in a rough state, yeah. but yeah, guys, You've got kept up. You got. Yeah. I, I'm going to drink three or four ounces of this Coca Cola in my hand, mm. and for the at home listener, I'm holding a drink called a Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink three or four ounces of this, and it's going to give me the power to make it through this recording. Beautiful. What are you? What are you going to do with the other ounces? Uh, I was thinking I'd just pour them down my pants. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to sop up your diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, sort of expand my diarrhea. Yeah, frankly. I guess so. I guess maybe it would just to clean the area. That the... Certainly glaze it. Plus, <laughs> I've heard for <laughs> <Right>. barbecuing. <laughs> sure, yeah, you want to. <laughs> I'm making carnitas soak it from in. it. Yeah, soak it in Coca Cola. You know, just I don't a know, fun. I don't know if you knew this, Jordan, but you, you know about uh, you know about what happens when you add Mentos to Diet Coke, right? I don't. Uh, the the you get those fountains from YouTube oh, videos. Sure, yes, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Same thing happens when you add regular Coke to. Ectoplasm. Oh, <laughs> so sure. I'm going to pour it on my dick and uh-huh. sure. you know, see what happens. I, yeah. I have a question for you, Jesse, that I did not ask at dinner earlier because I wanted to ask on a yeah. to spoil the magic that we you. ate food before this. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, are you still the king of drugs? Yeah, in fact, yes. Jordan yeah. and I. Well, yeah, that's that's funny because I wanted to I wanted to check in about this on Sarah's last visit. Uh-huh. Jesse, uh huh. a man uh, who who for most of his life has never. Uh, had a substance, an altering He's substance. a real Sandra no, uh, Take a take a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I take a uh, you know a, a sip of champagne and a wedding toast, mm-hmm. or I'd, a sip of red wine if I was uh, uh, taking the sacrament at church. <laughs> sure, but um, but never never anything more than that. Yeah. Um, but uh, now, now the re- you started taking medical marijuana for migraine purposes. Yeah. Well, I went. My idea was. I should get. I should just do it because it helps people. Mm-hmm. And my migraines were too big of a problem not to to like let this weird principle from when I mm. was fifteen uh, and in minor threat and in minor threat. You just yes. didn't want to get kicked out of minor threat. <laughs> I wasn't technically in minor threat. I was a minor. I was one of the minor threat dancers. <laughs> oh sure, yeah, the Macayettes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes, and, and and the last time that Sarah was here was when I had decided. Right? It was right when I had decided. Right? I had already had I I already started. I think you. Yeah. You. Yeah. You. You turned up. And you announced uh, uh, you were the king of drugs, and it was it was exciting. Yeah, you were you were you were tripping. You were yeah. high. <laughs> you were you tripping were, balls. You dude. were high on goofball, some kind of mint. Yeah, so I some kind of, you'd eaten a mint. Right, and you had trails. <laughs> yeah, that was the debut of it of King yeah. of Drugs. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is my uh, first of all, Brian. You're fired. No one talked to you. No one needs Brian. Come on, he Brian. was confirming Aww. that that was yeah. the episode. He's Brian's saving. He's saving. Leave us. Brian alone. <laughs> Listen, you're all going to already gonna be cleaning up your Ghostbuster shit all week. <laughs> you don't need to get an episode number wrong. 
And now, I want to be clear. I'm going to make Brian clean up the Ghostbusters <laughs> shit. You're talking about the diarrhea that I had earlier that's mixed with ectoplasm? Oh, yeah. Let's try and keep that in the reality. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> um, so I... I heard inflammatory comments about the unfunny movie that is more charming than it is full of laughs. Yeah. I, um, Bill Murray riffs are funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's some. There's a few funny cats things. and dogs living together. I mean, the reality is that all '80s movies are not funny. <laughs> sure, yeah, except the Police Academies, which I just, well, you just saw Police Academy, and you're saying I, 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 it I actually saw four is Police funny. Academies. Four. I watched four. The watched non you were you were into the non Gutenberg catalog. So yeah, I. I when know, did Gutenberg leave? I, I think on five Miami Beach, which I have not watched, but we just yeah, me and my family did all the first four. On Netflix in our Airbnb like, this week, and it's been a fucking joy. Really? <laughs> it really has. That's great. As, yeah, the, there is there is uh, as we there's been there are some racisms that don't hold up, but are punished quite quickly. The homophobia doesn't really sort of fly at all in it because, as far as the Blue Oyster Bar incidents in it go. Uh, there is a bar where some men just enjoy tangoing with each other. And if you walk in, they will make you tango with them. And my kid thought that was hilarious. She doesn't <laughs> understand that there's a gay panic thing there. Yeah, without like, the context of gay panic, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, just some fun gay guys. It's just some enforced tangoing. Yeah, it's, it's like some guys cool with guys. moustaches, <laughs> guys with moustaches and leather hats. If you walk into their bar, they will grab you and they will dance with you. I, I would, I would, Argentine. I would yeah. love to be forced out of my shell like that. Exactly. As a man who doesn't like to yeah. dance, but maybe should yeah. but you know and as a man who's always looking for a justification for the rose he holds he's constantly holding between the <laughs> right yes you're like well, it's sort of embarrassing but it's your thing yeah. but i always want to one button another shirt button yeah. yeah um so uh yeah so i i have done it a lot since this is my experience mm. been my experience oh yes tara it is not your fixed. Yeah. it is not fixed or really helped my migraines right uh, but being high on drugs is cool and fun. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Yeah. So when when Sarah was here maybe a year ago, and and you know you just started using marijuana. Yeah. And we all know <laughs> mm-hmm. that marijuana is a gateway drug, uh-huh. right? So have you moved on to using, let's say, Nuke, the futuristic drug drug from RoboCop <laughs> Two? Yeah, I've used Nuke a few. Oh, you're times. nuking, dude. I'm also I also am uh, completely obsessed with the stuff from mm. the movie The Stuff. Oh, true. That's just a it's like zombie an, yogurt. A zombie alien thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I mean like uh I on the one hand, I ideally it would help my migraines. Uh-huh. Like I definitely think 100% my preference would be for it to have been yeah. clinically beneficial to Med- me medically useful with yeah. this horrible disability that I live with yeah. almost every day of my life but that said <laughs> it makes watching Steven Universe a lot more fun right yeah. <laughs> drugs are cool and fun yeah. and maybe a police academy movie yeah. I don't know wow. how does does how, how does your child <laughs> respond to Michael Winslow Oh, loved, loved. But her favorite was definitely Bobcat Goldthwait by like oh, a yeah. mile. Like He's if you could get a T-shirt with him on, she would buy it because he breaks the laws of physics a lot in the film, yeah. which to her is fucking hilarious because sure. it's quite straight. And then he'll shout at a door and the door will fall over. <laughs> and that's just, you know, that's a funny thing. A man can shout. And he shouts loudly in another one and a guy's glasses break because yeah. of shouting. That's just I'm yeah. I'm speculating based on your... 
cult, the messages you send around your cultural positioning, Sarah. <laughs> yes. But you seem like the kind of person who would have a lot of fond feelings about Bobcat Goldthwait based on his second career yes. as a maker of cult films. I am very excited about the idea that soon I will be able, but not soon, in like a decade or so, be able to say my child, you know, uh, world's best dad, world's greatest dad. World's one of those. greatest dad. Yeah, God bless those America. the Robin Williams one? Yeah, God bless America. And, and when she's like 30 and able to cope with it, the Sleeping Dogs Lie one? Was it called oh, Stay yeah. Here? It had two different names. Yeah. I know sleeping, enough about Bob no, I think it was called Sleeping Dogs Lie. Yeah. yeah. That, I think I yeah. saw that one too. That's, that's about dog fuckers, isn't it? It's about... It's Roughly? A, it's a beautiful idea. It's a, a woman uh, in college, uh, while bored and experimental, decides to blow her dog. Mm-hmm. And that isn't the story of the film. That's the thing that happens that uh, in, in about 10 years later when she's talking to a boyfriend who says, you know, tell me anything, we should share all our secrets. It's called The MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah, it is. A, it's very, much, it's very much like the temp, like the, the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah sure. but it's a dog blood. Yeah, it's the, it's the she writes it on a piece of paper, puts it in a briefcase, and handcuffs yeah, it to sure. her wrist. Exactly. It's like the trunk in Pulp Fiction. She, uh, yeah, she, she. He says, "You can tell me anything. Tell me this thing from your past." And she tells him this, and it's about their relationship unraveling massively because she should never have told her big secret. So it's actually about relationships and what you should and shouldn't share and what you shouldn't shouldn't burden a partner with. But it's, yeah, it starts with a woman blowing a dog. Mm-hmm. You don't see it, but. It's a great film. I yeah. highly recommend it. If you like sweet indie rom-coms that have <laughs> to start with a dog blowjob. Uh, I think uh, I can say I never – I have no experiences mm. with Michael Winslow. Mm. Uh, excuse me. I have no experiences with Steve Gutenberg. Right. Uh, but we Could have Could you had... list all of the members of Police yeah. Academy? <laughs> You've had no experiences. Bob, with... uh, yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait yeah. uh, came on The Sound of Young America uh-huh. movie. And, you know, he has a reputation here in the Los Angeles comedy mm. community being a great guy. Definitely matched with my expectation. Really smart, sweet, funny, mm-hmm. uh, uh, wonderful guy. And, and the movies of his that I watched I really liked. Mm. Um, I will say... When we were in college, Michael Winslow blew off an interview on our college radio show. <gasps> mm. Did not show up. Did not show but up. This or is call actually in. the first time we've said it publicly because I actually filled in for him. But Jordan, this is just this is just Jordan the time. That's a hovercraft. Yeah. That was that was actually unrelated to Michael Winslow. That I, was I had a Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, help call an ambulance. That was Jordan recreating the time that Laurie Anderson didn't call <laughs> into our show. Yeah. yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily you have me on board. Anybody, any, anybody uh, could flake. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Come on, Michael Winslow. Yeah, your your gig at the Crow's Nest in Santa Cruz. Gosh. Is worth plugging on. It is on a college radio station in Santa Cruz. Who are our flakes? We had a lot of flakes in the time we were doing college radio. Yeah. Michael Winslow, Didi Ramone. Oh, Didi Ramone who died we a week later. What was oh. horrible? What was traumatic about someone flaking on our show when we were in college? Mm-hmm. Two things. Number one, our show was on live, uh, so. We would like li- – and there was no producer booth at our college radio station. So basically what would happen is I would run the board while we were doing the show and I would put on a song and just pick up the phone and call the person uh, while the song was on. And if we didn't – and you know, we'd give them a quick introduction and then you know, get mm. ready and then fade the song down. And so uh, it, because it was all going on live, uh, it was terif- – the prospect of someone flaking on us was yeah. terrifying because – 
we were 100% not capable of filling that conference. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, not even close yeah. to, like, people think because they listen to this show and they're like, well, there's 80 minutes. Surely they were good of, at it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> 80 minutes of Jordan Jesse Go and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Filling time must be the thing they're best at. Sure. Uh, this this show is exclusively yeah. time filling. I, I, could, I could nip out. Go to the shops, come back. You guys would be just shooting. But 100 still here. Oh, Superman. But like one. Oh, Superman? What's that? That's that was Laurie Anderson. Anderson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> they were all doing Laurie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Except for Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Glass? <laughs> like wow. one, 100%, one, 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 I think, one. the reason that we started doing interviews on The Sound of Young America when we were at college, which, mm-hmm. like, remains my job that I tell people at parties. Like, I was at a children's birthday yeah. party today. Someone asked me what I do for a living. I didn't say I host a podcast that's impossible to explain. I said, <laughs> I'm a public radio host, right? Like, I interview art- artists and musicians. And uh, 20 years later, we're still doing it. 100% the reason we started doing it and continued to do it through our college years was because we were confident that we could not fill the time uh, without someone else to ask questions mm-hmm. and just like put it on their plate. Like I think we had an idea that we were going to write jokes for the show. Mm, sure. We would write some jokes for the show mm. like and then we would be like, "Wow, we worked really hard." That took and, 2 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, we got 4 minutes of jokes out of it. Uh now we have 56 minutes to fill. Mm. Um yeah, I I remember very vividly like the the horror when someone wasn't there uh because if they weren't there, that mean meant we had to do something to mm-hmm. fill the hour. Uh, that is like a pit in my stomach that I still feel today. Well, you, di- you know, if someone flakes, you dip into the community announcements. Yeah. People know when the Aptos Chess Club is meeting. Exactly. Sundays at 2. Sundays at 2. Um, does the Stripping Improv Group have a show coming up? <laughs> sure. We'll give them a plug. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, when Dee Dee Ramone was supposed to be on the show, I remember us calling and calling, and we kept getting his wife at his house. And every time we would get his wife, we'd say, oh, you know, we had arranged to do an interview with him, blah, 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 blah. And she would say, oh, yeah, he's at the grocery store, which he may have been at the grocery store. That might have been uh, a euphemism for doing hard drugs. Sure. Uh, either way. Uh, but I remember that at one point we just gave up and started playing his rap songs from his rap album as D.D. King, mm-hmm. um, including probably the biggest hit on that that I remember, the, the one that I hold closest to my well, heart. I mean, it's full of hits. It's like Alanis Morissette's <laughs> Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, they're, totally. It's just hit. I recognize all these songs. It's these the, are all hits. It's the crazy, sexy, cool of 80s rock. <laughs> right, sure. Uh, I mean, of 80s rap. Uh, there is a song on there called German Kid. Uh, that includes the couplet. So one day, apparently, Dee Dee Ramone just showed up to the other Ramones dressed as a rapper. <laughs> like, this was like in the Beastie Boys era when mm-hmm. a white person dressing as a rapper was still like a big news. Right. He just showed up and announced he was a rapper now. Um, and there, the part that I remember from German Kid is a couplet that goes, Did you ever see a glider flying in the wind? I bet you didn't know I'm half German. That's yeah. That's, that's which about the I mean, you gotta admit the thing. The motherfucker got bars. He, he does. got bars, and then he raps in German for a little while. Oh, he totally raps in German. I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Oh my god. So we just played that cuz out of a sure. combination of being a fear of fear of having to fill the time and anger at him for not answering the phone. <laughs> I will show you. Yeah, we'll we'll make people listen to your Chill. greatest sure. embarrassment. Sure, we could play some of your genre-defining uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, pop masterpieces. Sure. So the three thing, the three pop culture references I have for Santa Cruz are mm-hmm. obviously this show, yeah, uh, uh, and uh, Lost Boys, sure, mm-hmm. and the film Us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Have I? Now I've got a handle on what a Santa Cruz is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's it. It's... Are, there, are there other Santa Cruz things besides those three? Yeah, it's a place where you can go to, um, you know, maybe uh, talk to, to listen to our college radio station mm-hmm. to watch a greased up shirtless man play saxophone. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. a bonfire. That is very helpful to use in a GIF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to meet your doppelganger who's doing the same thing as you underground for some reason. Sure. Yeah. I think some people are familiar with the caveman who rides the gondola at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. That is actually my <laughs> doppelganger who escaped. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it just a big That's fun fair us. on the beach? Is there anything else apart from a big fun fair on the beach? Yeah, there's a bulk food store. Oh, sure. like, okay. Like where you can get like all natural granola by the pound. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I would say like if you I mean, need we have like those, yeah. if you need like <laughs> a scoop of pumpkin seeds. Sure. If you need the butter of an unusual nut or seed, <laughs> Santa Always. Cruz is a great place, but do you have, you have to bring your own container, please. Okay. Good. Sarah, this is you. <laughs> so vampires supernatural doppelgangers that might be a metaphor mm-hmm. for something and yeah. yeah. Uh the you you have visited LA often. Yes. But this is your family's first time visiting yes. LA. What sort of California stuff are you doing with Uh that? we did the beach, which I don't uh, normally do when I'm here. Uh so that was lovely. So yeah, I just enjoyed being on a beach. Did, yeah. Didn't need to do much more than that. I had a funnel cake. Whoa. Whoa. Where'd you get the funnel? Uh on Santa Monica Pier. Okay. I I love finding new ways of eating batter and that mm-hmm. was a particularly good one. Yeah, sure. Right? Great. It really delivers. Yeah, I thought I'd have done them all. Your donuts, uh Yorkshire puddings, cronuts. I thought wow. I'd done every kind of batter there is. I think Pancakes, that is... French toast. <laughs> that's, that's the shared passion of the English person and the American state fairgoer. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Corn dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sarah, we're actually having a hard time getting our guests on the line, so if you could just name batters for a little while. <laughs> Just keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. But keep going. I did. But the you, the the funnel cake is 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 the funnel cake a joke or is it just a no? Funnel cake is not a joke. What there are it? foods. <laughs> what is, what some do you of mean? Like, foods. is it not real? Well, like but a deep, one, like a deep fried Twinkie oh. is a little bit of yeah. joke. Sure, sure. Like yeah. some of those foods are like novel, like deep fried pickle or whatever. Right. Yeah, not deep like fried, Mars, fried Mars, pickle delicious, slice, yeah. but like a fried whole pickle on a sure. stick or whatever. Yeah, that's those are examples of. Of goofs, of battered goofs. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think a funnel cake is a very, very. <laughs> it's not a cake. It's just a, a strata of batter. Yeah. yeah. With some like jam. The picture on the on the poster was fresh strawberries and cream, and right. what they served was like a pool of jam. Yeah. It was like a pool of jam and a Yorkshire pudding for British listeners, and yet. Insanely delicious. Yeah, when you say British <laughs> listeners, you're referring only to yourself. Just so you know. Oh, Ben Partridge. Oh, and Ben Partridge. If <laughs> Maybe he, Helen. If he listens, if it's, it's not very her nice episode. of him. Yeah. Maybe Helen's ultimate if it's not her episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. The three British people you know. Yeah. But sure. it's pretty yeah. good, though. I yeah. mean, like, anything, any 
batter I think fresh the lead out singer of a flyer. Party listens. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. And former Prime Minister John Major. That's true. Yeah. That's a lot listens. of British people. That's all the British people. There's only a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Julian Fellows, the, <laughs> the creator of Downton right. Abbey, yes. and member of the House of Lords, uh, who actually thinks the peerage is a good idea. Yeah. He did write School of Rock as well, which is oh, weird. Well, good for the him. stage musical. Yeah. Oh, the stage musical. Yeah, not the not the movie. Not yeah. the Just very the good book, movie. The book yeah. for the stage musical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wrote the songs. He wrote "We Will Rock You." Oh, wrote, yeah. wow! Yeah. Um, I uh, I think that almost anything straight out of, out of a fryer is gonna be a yeah. success. Like, did you not like the funnel oh, cake? I loved the funnel cake. There's a, there's a point with the funnel cake. The sort of when the cold night air hits the funnel cake, and it's like mm. a race, knowing it's going to get really disgusting as the heat leaves <laughs> and it gets sweatier. Right. There's like the this is too hot to eat, and this is disgusting. Yeah. That's. Ninety seconds. I'm gonna hate my when I when you can feel like a mouthful of fat in your mouth, yeah. and it's not just like jam and batter. Like you can, it's like oh, I'm actually really quite. We just num, ate, num, and num, I'm num, quite hungry now. Like num. I totally got a funnel cake. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I I just enjoyed the novelty of I did not know there was a new <laughs> method of batter. Yeah. I the other day I was driving home <laughs> from work, and I for some reason I ha- I needed to curry favor with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, Buy him a funnel cake. Work for me. So yeah. adjacent. Did you guys share a funnel cake, or did you? I mean, my daughter shared a funnel cake. My husband looked on in horror, which is one of the reasons why I love him. <laughs> he keeps me on the straight and narrow. <laughs> like otherwise, I would just be in batter all the time. He's like that's gross. Yeah. I'm just going to eat these beignets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that a I, good impression of your husband? Yeah. It's, 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 Hi, it's me, Sarah's it's husband. Me, Sarah's husband. That's gross. I eat beignets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what we English people uh-huh. do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm, I'm an English person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. by the way, right. just for do you fans, want me to, yeah, just sure. as a... Yeah. As a little aside, we for, fans of, for fans of the British person doing the American accent. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You and McGregor and Birds of Prey. I don't know if anybody's oh, seen, seen this, yet, no. but it is. Mwah. Mm-hmm. It's got a fun, flirty little lilt to it. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> cool. I don't know what he's doing, but I love it. Anyway, um, <laughs> go see Birds of Prey if you yeah. get a chance. Tons of fun. You and McGregor, what's he doing? I stopped <laughs> in order to curry favor with yes. my family. I stopped at the churro stand near my house. Mm, another That's form of batter. batter. We did not name that as a form yes. of batter. And, a, and the nice thing about my uh, my local churro stand is that it is they 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 make the churros right in front of you. It's mm. not a you know there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of churro vendors who are just uh, rolling around you know uh, a Home Depot utility tub full of churros. Mm-hmm. Um, you, they got a lot of those on the subway in New York, I've noticed. Uh, and that's great. There's toad in no... the hole. I've just thought of another one. Sorry, toad in the hole. Thank you. Yeah, sorry, carry yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> croque monsieur. Is that, isn't that a Ooh. battered deep fried sandwich? Oh, yeah. That's more, no, that's a sandwich dipped in egg. Oh, okay. More French toasty than, but kind of battered, I guess. Anyway, sorry. Okay. A Monte Cristo? <laughs> Monte Cristo. Okay, that's thank one. You. Uh, <laughs> I can always count on the Monte Cristo. <laughs> uh <laughs> So here's more than it's worth, Brian. Much more than it's worth. Uh, so Brian, cancel the podcast. <laughs> so obviously, oh, this is recording. Oh no! Oh, oh shit! Yeah, sorry. Oh god! Any churro is a good churro. Uh-huh. Um, I've I've no no ill words to speak of churros. No. You get a churro at Disneyland, it'll be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they make it right in front of you, mm. it's really special. When they're squeezing it out of a churro shaped squeezer 
and cutting it with a pair of scissors straight into the fat mm. and then rolling it in the in the sugar and cinnamon and so forth. But the problem is the smallest number of churros you can get at the churro stand is seven. That's like a $4 <laughs> set of mm. churros. There's like a $4, a $5, and a $10 or something. And then they'll also serve, sell you like 200 churros for an event. <laughs> But the smallest number you can get is like seven. Maybe it's eight. It's a lot of churros. Yes, that's a, a, an odd number doesn't feel right for some reason. Yeah. So yeah. I brought it home. I brought up this bag full of churros that was basically like the size of, you know, uh, it was like a, an equivalent amount of churros to like a, a large sourdough batard. You know what I mean? Like it was a full. I like the way you said it that. was a log <laughs> shape. It was foot like on when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And I. Took it home, and I remembered that my wife uh, recently figured out that she is allergic to wheat. Uh, not like deathly allergic, mm. but she gets a lot of like – she had always had super sensitive skin, and mm-hmm. she gave up wheat and stopped having problems with ah. it. It was like, oh, my God. I guess I was just spent the last 35 years allergic to wheat. And um, my kids – like I gave each of them one, mm-hmm. uh, which was fine. Mm-hmm. That went great. And then I was left with like, it must have been 10 churros is the least you can buy because I think there was like six left. And I couldn't give any to my wife. Mm -hmm. So I just ate all of them. Sure. Were they like in a paper bag and the paper bag was going clear? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I was just like, the whole, and you know what? Like, I wish I could tell you guys that at the end of eating all those churros, I was like sick Mm. and felt regret that I had eaten the churros. But at the end of it, I was like, those were great churros. That was the total Mm. feeling I was having was- Did you feel alive? Glad that I mm. ate all those churros. That's how I felt after that funnel cake. Just (laughs) felt grateful to be alive. Were there other (laughs) toppings available or was it just the (laughs) strawberry? Uh, I I think it was like just plain with some powdered sugar. And then the, the the beautiful dish that was seriously the picture is like this beautiful mountain of strawberries or yeah. fresh strawberries, right? Yes, and yeah, it was just some jam. Um, I didn't know there was a close funnel cake. I thought a cl- now you know, yeah. yeah. Just, just straight down Route 66, baby. No. Yeah. You put the top down on my convertible. Get your kicks, Jordan. Get my Drive kicks. down the pier. Oof. Drive. Stop kill, a... kill many people as I'm barreling down the pier. Run Stop over and... a Zoltar machine. Yeah. Stay in a Become motel big. shaped like a wigwam, maybe. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. the life. Just me and my cakes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get some cakes. Get, get some cakes. Cake. We can't say that unless they buy more ads. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, gotta fair get some. Uh, yeah, oh. I mean, there is one other Santa Cruz thing is at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, which is the sort of the center of mm-hmm. Santa I've Cruz culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there is a Dippin' Dots stand, and we did once book. The Dippin' Profiteroles. Dots person. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> that's a good batter. Well done. Dippin' Dots are kind of like Profiteroles, but not a fancy French name, right? Is that, am I right? A Dippin' Dot is a type of ice cream marketed as the ice cream of the future. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's been the ice cream of the future for since fucking like 30 19, years now. Since like the 1959 New York World's right. Fair it's or something. The, now it's the ice cream of the recent past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a little less, it's a little less of a catchy slogan, I guess. Uh, at this point, it's sort of like when they sold those shoes that looked like Michael J.'s Fox's shoes from Back to the nice. Future, but right. didn't actually have all they the didn't features. Self-lace, mm-hmm. sure. 
Um, but uh, the Dippin' Dots are like beast. cryogenically frozen with uh, liquid nitrogen or something like that into little tiny balls. Oh, like boba. Like boba, but they are like each each is like a discrete piece of ice cream. That you can move <laughs> around very <laughs> discreet. You can fuck them, but they won't tell your wife. They're also no 420 drama. friendly. Uh, shaved. They sh- yes, shaved ice cream balls. Sarah Morgan gets it. It's Sarah Morgan listens to too much so of the show. I'm so sick of uptight ice cream balls. Yeah. That tell your wife as soon as you fuck them. Sometimes when I'm not sure why we do this show, Jordan, you remember I remember I'm... that Sarah Morgan listens. Yeah, sure, yeah. five thousand miles away. Yeah, <laughs> stuffing my face with pancakes, <laughs> French style. I, <laughs> I have a question. Crepes. That's a batter. Crepes. Yeah, that's what I mean when I say pancakes. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. What you guys call pancakes, and we call American pancakes. Do that's you? Fun. Are you like many British people I know, similarly obsessed with American style pancakes? Because I feel like I. I've had a lot of Britons mm. want to talk talk pancake with me. <laughs> sure. I mean, you just have that kind of face, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like you get it. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. The, we, you mean we, doughy, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought the beard kind if of I, If I poke you it, in the tummy, you giggle, wrong. and that's a reference like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Uh, you guys don't uh, have the Pillsbury Doughboy? No. Huh. You've got the Home Pride Flower Man. <laughs> you make your own dough. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> he, he sounds smug. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it that way. <laughs> we, we Thank have, you very much. We have flower mascots. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Um, what were you asking? Oh, pancake. Yeah, we, we, they're hard to make in the UK. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't have griddle pans. <laughs> you don't have like, the infrastructure? <laughs> yeah, so you know, you, you need like a griddle. Well, yeah, I mean, you can do it in a frying pan. You can do it in a frying pan, but that would take a long time. Even a restaurant, that would take forever. Oh, yeah. You so want that A restaurant does not have a uh, – there's no restaurant with a griddle. Where? I mean, how are you cooking your potatoes? Oh, definitely not like that. In mashed, a pan? Mashed in a pan for, oh. or fried in a chipper. Uh, fried in a chipper. This has been a lot of food talk, given how yeah. much food we just ate. Uh, fried in a chipper is how come they couldn't identify my mom's body after <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was murdered. Oh, wow. Got fried in a chipper. Oh. Do we have our, is this our, are we pivoting to true crime? Have yes. We, have we pivoted? Yes, we did it. We are rich. We'll be we a success. Are rich. Okay, let's take this is a, our dirty John. Let's take a <laughs> quick break uh, to briefly glance over the Wikipedia entry for a grisly murder of a uh, young, attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we'll have more Jordan Jesse. We'll be Cowell. having a, pr- a conversation with Brian, our producer, in the car. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, it's Sarah Morgan, international eel smuggler. That's a that's a true classic. <laughs> I think it's you know, seven years old. That nickname. Now. It's funny because it's true. Has an age today. Nope. Has an age nope. today. Friends, if you started listening to the program recently, uh, one time Sarah really did smuggle some eel to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a Cockney delicacy. Delicacy strong. A thing that <laughs> a thing that Cockneys ate when they were too poor to afford yep. other proteins like, called jellied eel. Yeah. Truly, mm-hmm. hor- Brian, you're the one that ate it. It was for, for Brian and Lindsay. We'll totally eat that. Our video series, Brian. 
Uh, what's your capsule review of eating jellied eel? I remember it being the grossest thing we ate for that show. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. I think that's true. With all due apology to, uh, what was that called? Boy Boang? Boy Boang Cornick? Boy Boang Cornick, which that was, was pretty great. good. That yeah, was a, Boy Boang yeah. Cornick is really good. If you see that, if you happen to be in a Filipino market, you see some Boy Boang Cornick. We had adobo flavor. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it's a good Cornick. I had a different, a really good Filipino snack mm. called uh, uh, a crackling, mm-hmm. an old fashioned, uh, an old fashioned oil and vinegar crackling, and I thought it was going to be like pork cracklings, uh, you know, like uh, yeah, like a sure. like pork cracklings, and it it was like a wheat cracker, mm. but it had the shape and consistency of a pork crackling. It was real good. I'll keep an eye out for them. Yeah, when you're in that Filipino market, okay. Speaking of products, yes, <laughs> and commerce, mm-hmm. seamless. Thank you. I'm a professional host of 20 years, ma'am. Uh, we've got a few messages up on the jumbotron. First of all, our friends at Phila Photography. That's Phila is in Philadelphia, Jordan. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole. Of course, it's a famous home. Of Benjamin Franklin. Jerry Paolini wants to be the official photographer of Max Funsters in Philadelphia and beyond. Uh, Jerry Paolini, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, Jerry runs Jeremiah Media, a full-service boutique providing quality portrait wedding, documentary, and event photography with an artist's eye. Use promo code MAXFUN and get 10% off any booking. And that's not all. Book any wedding package for your queer or nerd-themed wedding and get 15% off. That's a that's 50% more off. Yeah. Visit fila.photography, P-H-I-L-A dot photography, to see their work and book now. Use that's... the promo code MAXFUN, P-H-I-L-A dot photography, promo code MAXFUN when booking. Where do you think they draw the line on nerd-themed wedding? I think like I mean obviously Babylon Five wedding that counts, <laughs> sure. No, hey, if it's anything that filthy casuals would be into, yeah. it's a no go. You're what? not getting the discount. What about? Oh, you like Superman? <laughs> yeah, it's Vandal Savage or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know that uh, we have a few listeners who are getting married and are going to have. Firestorm the nuclear yeah, man sure, theme. Yes. Yeah, okay. That, I mean, that's. I think that's a kind of a beautiful <laughs> metaphor for a relationship because Firestorm the nuclear man, as you know, Jesse, mm-hmm. is really two people who join forces to create Firestorm. Uh, I, can I clarify something? Yeah. I don't know that mm. and remember nothing about Firestorm <laughs> ah, the nuclear okay. man other than the cover of the comic book that for some reason was in my mom's bathroom in the little magazine rack. Uh, for a significant chunk of my childhood, I think maybe a babysitter. Yeah, fire is a beautiful uh, metaphor for cooperation and racial harmony. Well, that's really not. Wait, that, were they multi? Were two people of different races? Uh, I, yeah, I think typically firestorm is a black person and a white person. Really? I, I mean, obviously continuity changes over the years. But, yeah. Um, there are certain. I think the classic iteration of firestorm. Well, I remember he had uh, fire hair. He did have fire hair. That's what I remember. That's <laughs> anyway. the main thing I remember. Uh, hey, also on the Jumbotron is the Can I Say Something podcast. Amateur humans Damien, Dion, and Carrie present to the world a truly new revolutionary and visionary podcast. It's three straight white people giving their hot, Whoa. hot takes on topics such as TV shows, three. movies, and video games. Each week they also do a top five, including top five real life badasses, top 
five candy bars and top five songs that make you horny. Follow the show at Bicycle, B-I-S-I-C-K-L-E on Twitter and right into the show at bicycle at gmail.com. You can look for Can I Say Something on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jordan. Yes. If anybody wants to get up on the Jumbotron, first of all, very affordable, just for our community, just a one-time shot, whether it's uh, something you want to plug or you just want to wish somebody happy birthday or something, at MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Second of all, speaking of new podcasts, uh, I just did a bonus episode of Bullseye, uh, my public radio program, uh, where our friend Linda Holmes interviewed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be available uh, right before the Max Fund Drive, which is coming up in a, in a few weeks. And um, in that interview at the end, uh, Linda mentioned, in fact, emphatically plugged without me asking her to, the new Max Fund show, Fanti. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fanti is a really cool pop culture show that focuses on problematic faves. But as Linda said in that conversation, is so much more than that and so much more insightful than that. And I hope that... Jordan Jesse Go listeners will check out Fanti because we are super, super proud of it. It is a really fascinating, very funny show. We'll get look, no offense to Jarrett, who's a wonderful, brilliant man. I think we'll get I think we'll get Travel in here sometime soon. <laughs> sure. Sorry, Jarrett. We're bringing in Travel. <laughs> Travel's the Travel's the zanier of the two. Well, that's sure. We we run it's the fuel that that toots this train down the track. Yeah. <laughs> Toot toot. <laughs> toot train fuel. Yeah. What's a, a problematic fave? Would that be a, poli- a, a police academy? Fave. Well, like, uh, for example. The, police the, academy might be a great Would example. that be a good problematic yeah. fave? Fanti, Fanti, the first episode was about Kevin Hart, ah. uh, who, you know, is a, obviously a very brilliantly talented uh, comic mind who also has said a lot of really shitty things yeah. and then kind of done a very mm. bad job ap- apologizing for them mm. uh, over the years. And that's sort of like the the breadth of... In fact, I was just talking with uh, Ben Harrison the other night, host of uh, Greatest Generation, uh, Max Fun Star Trek podcast about Gene Roddenberry, who it turns out, you know, like uh, Star Trek is this... This is reported to me by Ben, so take it up mm. with him if I'm if this upsets anyone, but... Oh, I can't imagine uh, <laughs> people on the internet would have opinions about this. Will uh, this be our most complained about episode ever? <laughs> but, we hate pancakes. You know, <laughs> Star Trek Star Trek is uh, uh, many people's very beloved mm. fave, including Ben's. Um, and it is a sort of utopian vision for a world that is almost post-conflict, uh, mm. post-economic scarcity, like all these different unusual things uh, about it. But is also like weirdly that the answer to everything is like a sort of colonialist imperialism. Mm. Uh, and also apparently Gene Roddenberry was a real asshole, <laughs> like maybe a bad person. So that that's another great example. Like yeah. it doesn't mean you don't you can't love Star Trek. Yeah. And this is a show that's full of love and, and actual cultural insight, uh, but that we should engage with the problematics of those things. I think of, of late we've learned nothing. It's that you could you you literally must enjoy uh, the things that you enjoy despite the assholery of some of their creators sure, yes. because they shouldn't be able to take that away from you. Yeah. 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 Not mentioning any names. <laughs> Every single person who's ever made art. <laughs> We're looking yeah. at you everyone who's ever created. Mm. <laughs> you turned into a real dick. Yeah. I still like your films. <laughs> 
Terry Gilliam. Um, sorry, what? So, what? yeah. So, <laughs> Brian, there's a weird just, echo in here. Brian, Michael Winslow just came in here and shouted the name of a beloved <laughs> Python <laughs> member <laughs> and ran out again. Terry Gilliam. Weird. Uh, Fanti <laughs> is what it's called. Cup. Sorry. F A N T I. It sounds really good. I'll listen. Ba, 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 Frank Miller. <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh. yeah. it, is, it is a really cool show. It is, it is really great. We're very proud of it. F-A- sounds great. F A N T I. Uh, in conclusion, J.K. Rowling will be back in just a second on Twitter. Love, love, It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart, Jordan. powered by Coca-Cola. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Are we getting a little kickback for that? Are we getting some <laughs> nom-noms from Coke-Coke? I'm getting a little kickback from that Coke I drank. Wow. Oh. A little acid reflux. Jordan, Jesse, Go, sponsored by Nuke. <laughs> Nuke, the future drug from RoboCop 2. Oh, Sarah Morgan, international eel smuggler. <laughs> uh, when something momentous at, well... Something momentous is about to happen in this room right now. <laughs> we mentioned Sarah Morgan is one of three Jordan Jesse go guests who've ever heard the show before. Uh, and you heard the episode. Steve Angie listens. Hi, Steve. Yeah, it's Sarah's Steve and Helen, right? Yeah. That's it. Uh, so, Sarah, you heard the episode that we did with Helen Zaltzman. Mm-hmm. No, Andy Kindler. Andy Kindler. You yeah. heard the episode that yeah. we did with Andy Kindler and J. Elvis Weinstein. Mm-hmm. And. We talked a lot about different regional mints yes. on this program. And I'm not talking about the mints that make our money, such as the San Francisco or Denver mints. <laughs> uh, you know, you see the... I'm not, this isn't a numismatic conversation, Sarah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the fresh candies called mints. Yeah. The peppermint candy. I just did, I really enjoyed your mint chat. Like, and I was really, Thank I was, you. I was in a supermarket listening to it and I was like, hmm... Our, our mints are so different in the UK. Not mints with a C, not mm-hmm. the not like mince meat, but the the, the fresh the peppermint flavored candy. Yeah, and I picked up some mint and I bought them for you to enjoy some British mints. Let's. You say the word mint enough, it sounds so weird. <laughs> yes, that's true. I imagine oh, man, them... you're whacked out on nuke, dude. I, I've, I've... <laughs> You whack it on new. I've done some of the King of Drugs special mints. Oh, uh, Jordan, Whatever. I have a question for you. While Sarah brings these mm. out for us, what do you think they're going to be like? <laughs> the mints? Yeah, I bet oh, they'll yeah. have a weird fish aftertaste. <laughs> <laughs> that seems likely. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, they may be suspended in a jelly for no reason. So I have a few candies. Is yeah, there any aspic involved? Now, now, do you oh. personally There's beef gelatin? <laughs> Which I only okay. just realized I don't eat meat. And I was no. like, oh, this is all from Aldi, which is our, our best supermarket. Apparently they own Trader Joe's. Yeah. This is mind-blowing oh. to me. Recently in the United States, uh, some Aldis have opened. Yeah. Uh, it's a real real cult favorite among value-conscious shoppers. Oh, yeah. It's very well, – the thing is it works in our country because it's very, very cheap European food. So it's like really great meat because it comes straight from Germany, really great cheese because it comes straight from France. I can't imagine how that works here. Well, we do get the finest of German chocolates. Yeah. The, the chocolate's really good at Aldi. Um, I'm going to start talking about Europe and being sad. So uh-huh. can we move on? <laughs> sure. Oh, your cat's oh. there. Oh. No, and we, 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 my country's She's snapped off from soon, it. And, soon uh, won't be able to travel freely with him. Uh, but like, I mean mostly no, the cat, right? Yeah, the cat, but the, the lack of freedom of movement for... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I bought you some teeth and lips. 
Um, oh, wow. They're just, they're just gummy things. Um, oh, yeah. And some milk bottles, which <laughs> probably taste of fish. Okay. But mint-wise... What are your personal favorite mints, and what mints did you grow up with? I grew up... Well, I grew up with uh, these, which are called Trebor Extra Strong Mints. Do you have these here? No. Trebor Mints. Uh, the, thing, the reason why these were great as a child is because... Um, the advert had a jingle that went, tree ball mints are a minty bit stronger. And it didn't, uh, what's the word? Uh, end that, that note. Right. It, it yeah, didn't it didn't conclude, resolve. didn't resolve. Thank you. So as a child, you would go, tree ball mints are a minty bit stronger. Stick them up your bum and they last a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> it was delightful. Solid. And it resolved nice. the thing. So that was mainly, they are, they're strong. And we they're, have a hand. You know what I like about that? Yeah. Sex positive. Yeah, it was, yeah exactly. We had a similar, I don't know if you remember this, Jordan, but we used, we had a similar thing with the Mentos song. Mm-hmm. Mentos better, Mentos freshness, shove it up your ass, it's Mentos fresh and full of life. Mentos, up your ass. (laughs) Right up your ass. I'm going to have a milk bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a dust on it. Yeah. Why is it dusty? (laughs) Uh, Wait, no. A sec- I have a more important what question. What are you yelling at? You. I'm yelling at the back of the package. Yeah. Jordan re- Jordan sort of lolled his arm across his microphone stand mm-hmm. and w- so I th- <laughs> so that I could see the back of the package. There is what appears to be a pigeon saying slurp. Yeah. There is a pigeon saying <laughs> Fuck is that? Wait, what is that about England? Uh, uh, that's that, that is Aldi own brand uh, milk bottle sweet. So that is not a beloved like that's not a beloved advertising character in our country. That is not a <laughs> the the, pigeon. The, the milk pigeon. I've never come across that before. Yeah, so weird. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess milk. He's slurping the milk. Can yeah. pigeons even slurp? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think a pigeon can slurp. Um, these are great. These are yeah. really fun to eat. Do you have milk flavored sweets here? Like, no, uh, sorry, no. gummies. That is. That is not a milk. It's a milk flavored gummy, and it is covered in a fine powder. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, those are and really they taste really milky. This is yeah. legitimate, legitimately excellent. Yeah. I'm sorry they've got beef gelatin and I did not, uh, yeah, for, uh, for beef gelatin. Why would you not want beef gelatin okay. in your sweets? So this is Trebor, extra strong. Mm. And I will say that we have not even opened these and their smell has pervaded yeah. our recording studio. It's like studio. we've hotboxed with some mints. Whoa, <laughs> dude, I'm, like... I'm Treboring, dude. <laughs> oh, I should have just had the half strength. <laughs> extra strong's fucking me up, dude. <laughs> yeah. They're like great big fat lozenges, like huge horse pills. Yeah, they yeah. are really large. This they're like really the size of my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. They're <laughs> like the size, the size and shape of maybe two nickels piled on top yeah. of each other. Yeah, this is a nice, uh, a nice sucking mint. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's got a similar dust on it. Yeah, it does mm. suck nice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Slurp. <laughs> Slurp goes the pigeon. <laughs> Yeah. Slurp goes the ghost if you're Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I'm going to tell your wife. <laughs> Pigeon. I thought you were discreet. Uh, the other thing I bought was uh, Fox's Glassy Mints. Oh, Fox's uh, Glassy oh, wow. Glassy Mints, which are uh, a clear uh, uh, film-wrapped candy. Uh, but on the back, I, I, this really startled me when I saw it because I've never read the back of a Fox's Glassy Mint packet. Uh, before, and it said back in the eight back in 1897, the Fox family started producing sweets. Eric Fox first established Fox's Glassy Mints in 1918. Their sweets plus delicious new varieties are still being produced under the watchful eye of Peppy, the UK's favourite bear. <laughs> 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 
What now, the fuck? That's a real curveball at the end, or as you would say, a wicked googling. It is a wicked googling. Seriously, I've never. The Fox Glacier Mint is advertised by a polar bear standing on a glacier. Mint mm, makes sure. sense. I've never, or as fuck- we would say, a glacier. A glacier, sure. Yeah. I've never fucking heard of Peppy <laughs> Fox's Glacier. He's beloved. He's beloved. Do you think it's a real bear? It's just a polar bear, but like we Dude. have, we have Paddington. Oh, have, that's the polar bear is the bear. We have Pooh, and this is Peppy. Yeah, I've Britain's never, full of beloved bears. We have so many beloved bears, and this, this, I was, I was just a bit blindsided by Fox pretending they have a beloved. What's the, what's the guy from, uh, what's the guy from just Game of Thrones that only says his own name? Hodor. Hodor. That's probably Britain's most <laughs> beloved bear, right? Sure. <laughs> it might be Dutch or something. Yeah, it could be Dutch. Hard I think he's English. I think he's English. Hodor. So, so the, the, the. Mm. The tree boar yeah. is like a giant Altoid. Yeah, sure. We we've got an Altoids. It's an equivalent thing, but it's uh, mm. it's about a quarter of the size. Yeah. It's a lot of this to put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And this one is uh, uh, Fox's Glacier Mint mm-hmm. or Glacier Mint. <laughs> uh, one of these. It's classy when I say it. Now this does look like. A block of ice. Mm. I think yeah. of the three, this would fit the easiest up my ass. <laughs> this feels like you could. It, it has the structural integrity uh, that if you greased it, it would go straight up there, no problem. I right. think some of the other ones are a little too rough on the outside, or uh, aren't strong enough to really penetrate the ring. Not to, not to be coarse, but I think it could get lost. There's no flair. That's true. Right. Without a base, without a dress. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's, uh... Can you write a Can you write a letter to Pepe? Can you take a letter to Pepe for me, <laughs> dear Pepe? Dear. <laughs> I've lost one of your mints up my ass. <laughs> I know you're busy being a very famous bear in our country. Right. Paddington would get it out. Yeah. There's a who would be right up there. Who would be right up there? There's a mint up my ass, and I can barely <laughs> feel it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it is so Yeah. They this clack is too on many your teeth. mints to eat back to back. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Actually you started with the hardest one first, didn't you? The tree ball, yeah. Yeah. That one was like a like a very minty minty plaster. <laughs> I, a puck of plaster. The 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 uh the glacier mint is great. Yeah. It's a great mint. Sucks, it has a relatively subtle flavor. Sucks easy. I'm slurping like a pigeon over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> slurp, slurp, motherfucker. Slurp, slurp. I'm a pigeon. <laughs> uh, I eat garbage. What? <laughs> sure. I'm sorry. I need to see the back of the lips and teeth now. Because I want to know what weird animal is on the back of that. Uh, this, yeah. Um, oh, it's a crocodile saying always brush your teeth. Sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. That's no. That's no. Yeah. yeah, the crocodile's like, oh man, all the good catchphrases are taken. <laughs> always brush your teeth. <laughs> he he originally said always bet on black, and then Wesley Snipes sued him. The glacier mint is really nice. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, this right. is a really pleasant flavor. It's almost has it. It's a very subtly minty. Mm. Uh, has a very smooth consistency. It's a hard candy. Uh, but a very gentle one. Wow, you just really upset some Jordan Jessica listeners. All made that day. I don't and know. <laughs> you made some ASMR people. Horny. Yeah, I was going to say everyone's oh, no, into no, something, no. and I think a teeth clack from a glass human might be <laughs> from across America. I just heard boy, oy, oy. <laughs> uh, it, and it has almost like a, 
The minty flavor is so subtle, it it almost tastes like it has a hint of vanilla or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just a, a very smooth, mm. gentle flavor. This is really a lovely candy. I like this. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really nice. I would love to have one of these uh, after a big meal. Um, boy, those milk candies were really tasty. I would, I, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some more. Of those. Yeah. Um, I'll post you some milk candies. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> well, well while, while we're inhaling and exhaling and enjoying the the minty goodness. Brian, do you got a you got a call there for us? Hey Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D and I'm gonna say Steve A. G. or Kamel Nanjiani. Um, my name's Alana and I'm calling with the momentous occasion. Um just I just wanted now. to tell you that I finally realized I was a real New Yorker. I was uh Can on my way to work. This, Brian. Sounds like a real New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm walking down the billabong. <laughs> I love the movies of Taika Waititi. <laughs> Might be racist against him. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which part of New Zealand I'm from. I mean, New York. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and press play, Brian. Sorry. We all just wanted to do our perfect accents. Yeah, my, I, that was a really bad uh, Kiwi. I'm very sorry, Kiwis. We were pretty... I thought we were pretty extraordinary. Yeah. I, yeah. I was being an Australian. Do you think this is a New Zealander? Taika Waititi is definitely oh, a Kiwi. I, think, I, f- I feel like this is a Kiwi that's calling, no? Uh, well, oh. your, your ear would be better than Maybe ours. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll I'm see. hearing the Yorkshire Dales. <laughs> is that yeah. where this is from? <laughs> I'm hearing a little Ewan McGregor in there. <laughs> I was... Uh, on my way to work, it was like 5 o'clock in the morning on a weekend because I get up really early. I'm listening to my podcast in my own little world. Two dudes get on the train, obviously drunk from the night before. They start fighting each other, and in doing so, they both take off their shoes to start wailing on each other with them. And I was just so over it that I sat there and I listened to my podcast, and I just pretended it wasn't happening because that's how you roll. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Love you. Love you, too. Love you too. Uh, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. I think there is nothing that defines the great city of New York, mm-hmm. the greatest city of the Empire State, more than two men having a shoe <laughs> fight. I think we should, if this, if we're ever just kind of starved for something to talk about on this show, yeah. shoe fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bigger feet than me, so you'll. I'm at a disadvantage. But yeah, uh, what are you? What are you like a ten, maybe nine, ten? No, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, I'm a twelve. I'm in twelve. Not huge for my height. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty tall. But uh, Brian, Brian, I thought Brian might be a twelve because he likes to wear a he likes to wear a New Balance five seventy four shoe. I like a lot too. Mm. And we had both bought the new kind, the Sport Edition. He wears. He's wearing them right now. He looks great. I had some sport edition ones. Pinched my toe. Pinched my toe. I thought Brian might have the same size as me, so I I texted him to ask what his size was in case he needed them. Brian's only a ten and a half. This clinches it. Shoe fight! Shoe Shoe fight fight it is! I think I was kind of expecting pizza rats to turn up at the end of the Like That would have been New York-y. Sure. Yeah, I think I mean, they're we, over we pizza probably... rat. They're focused on new animals with new carrying dragging new foods around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Sorry, that was shake a... possum. Yeah. <laughs> That's Australian, isn't it? Yeah. Shake shack wallaby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you I... know, we probably wouldn't be able to get it right. I mean, you can't 
can't do a shoe fight in L.A. No, the water's all wrong. The water's wrong. Yeah. I mean, you could have a shoe fight in L.A., but it's mm. not a real mm. shoe fight. Yeah. It's not real. What, are you going to drive to a shoe fight? Yeah. Got to take the the L train. The bars mm. close at two. How are you going to have a shoe fight? By the way, when I say the L train, I'm not referring to the elevated train in Chicago, the L. Mm-hmm. I'm referring to a subway that's the L line. Oh, well, in Chicago, you got a deep dish shoe fight. <laughs> yeah. But those are really casseroles. Let's talk about this more. Sorry. Sport peppers. <laughs> sport peppers, sure. In conclusion, oh. sport peppers. In conclusion, could this uh, lady call back in and tell me where she's from? Like, it's going to ring up. where are you I, from? She went up in a way that really suggested New Zealand. Uh, oh, yeah. And I, yeah, okay. I need closure. <laughs> and we're, please call back. We're sorry if we insulted you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did. You. I mean, we, let's yeah. just say we're sorry that we insulted you. Mm-hmm. You seem we're like sorry a good that person. we should not have insulted you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was wrong. We're just trying to goof around. Yeah. We're just trying to toot the train down the track. <laughs> just trying to toot our train down. Just munching beans and tooting down the track. <laughs> Is that what you're calling the mints or beans? No, I'm talking about beans that make you toot. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're musical fruit. I don't you're know if you knew this cunnil- about beans. I thought you were talking about maybe cunnilingus. <laughs> That's munching beans. Oh, sure. What? A bean? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, munching bean. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I'm glad somebody does. I don't like it. <laughs> Jordan, you should at least pretend to like it if you ever want to get a son. <laughs> oh, gotta get a son. <laughs> I don't like the euphemism. Okay. I love to munch box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I love you it. mean munch bean? Get... No, I don't. Yeah, I think um, you do. Munch and box. I think you like to munch bean. Much... <laughs> yeah, <but> sure. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get a son. <laughs> Finally get a son now. How about, how, about, how about slurping it like a pigeon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, slurp, slurp. Yeah, I love it. Watch that bean. Ooh, is that bean from the trash? Because I'm a pigeon and I eat from it. Yeah, remember that thing from uh, Ghostbusters? That's, that's a different, that's that, another thing. That too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and press play, Brian. Hi, Jordan and Jesse, uh, Sunny D and guests. This is Ashley. I'm calling from um, Kentucky. Um, a year and a half ago, I uh, had a catastrophic uh, stroke when I was 31 um, in my cerebellum, which um, resulted in me having to have part of my cerebellum removed. And if you know anything about the brain, cerebellum controls balance. Um, So the fact that I could walk was pretty much um, surprising to all the doctors. But um, my momentous occasion for today was that I managed to run. Um, then they never thought that I would be able to because I don't have the balance for it. But I did manage to run across the yard with my nephew. Um, So that was super awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. That was like a... That's great. You know, running with a child. I'm assuming it could be an adult nephew. There's adult nephews (laughs) out there. How long have we been doing Jordan Jesse go? 13, 14 years. years. Yeah. I'm always amazed when someone comes through with like... A real-life momentous occasion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm grateful for every shoeless fight call. I'm grateful for all of our callers and including ones. I'm even grateful for the people who just call in and say, I had a threesome. We've played that call before. We don't need any more of them, but I'm grateful that they care. You know what I mean? I'm grateful to all of our callers. 
But I am always astonished when a legitimate momentous occasion of a heartwarming nature occurs on this show 75,000 episodes in that we've never (laughs) Mm -hmm. done before. Running, learning to run again. Life's amazing. amazing. Way to go! Yeah, the human tapestry is full of. Morrissey. Okay, Lori Anderson, part recording artist, part artist. Yes, you know what I mean, Sarah. Part artist, fine artist. Yeah. Um, wait, did I just start doing a, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor voice there? Fine artist. Yeah. Fine artist. Yeah. That is kind of what he, that is kind of, that is kind of what he's doing. What's okay. it, what's his, what's his, what's his deal in that? He's a baddie? Yeah. He's a, he's a, uh, kind of a deep cut Batman villain called Black Mask, uh, mm-hmm. who's just kind of a gangster type who wears a skeleton mask sometimes. Um, yeah, and he's kind of doing like one of the, and he's kind of playing him like he's just a cool party guy, just a party <laughs> guy who loves to, yeah, everybody doing okay over here at this party that I'm having? I'm a party guy? Yeah. I'm not Scottish at all. Not Scottish, not even a little bit, even though it would be fine if I was. Yeah. It doesn't, it'd be fine. There's no rule that says Scottish people can't be gangsters. No. <laughs> Maybe I came to America and got mixed up in something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> but that's not the circumstances of my birth. No, sir. No, I'm I was born to be the life of the party. Here in Gotham City. Gotham. <laughs> right here. Man. Right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 10, 20, and 30 minutes past the hour. <laughs> right, yeah. He's always talking about traffic on the ones. <laughs> yeah. It's a very weird quirk. I don't know if that's canon or not, or if that's something he kind of added in there. But uh... if something momentous happens to you, two zero six nine eight four four fun is the telephone number, or you can just record a voice memo, email it to us, jjgo at maximumfun dot org. Either way is easy, fun, and most importantly, profitable for us. <laughs> We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Are we go. selling the calls? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen any of this call money. Where do you sell them to? I just sell them to local businesses. <laughs> to local businesses? Yeah, sure. Huh. Yeah, like a why, contractor. Why or... do they buy them? Well, I'm a I can sell water to a well, my friend. That's okay. I'm a honey voiced pitch man. <laughs> Seems like I should maybe get a little taste of this, but and no, I think that's daddy's money. <laughs> All right. That's daddy's dough. You're not going to let me slurp my beak? <laughs> Look, if you, want, if you want to slurp my bean, that's a whole other story. But... <laughs> I'll munch your box. That's as far as I'll go. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listen for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together. Literally, if on the bag it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses, and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. 
There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship, the SS Biopic. Avast! It's actually pronounced biopic. No, you dingus! It's biopic! Who the hell says that? It's biopic. Because it's the, the words word for biography and picture. If you... All right, that is enough. Ahoy! I'm Dave Holmes. I am the host of the rebooted podcast formerly known as International Waters. Designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? By pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters, where we disagree to disagree. Jordan, Jesse, go. Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Sarah Morgan, International Eel Smuggler. What are those things called? Fruity babies? Jelly babies. Jelly babies. Oh, that's a candy. Mm. England had a home run when they invented the jelly baby. Mm-hmm. Love to munch those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're back. England's, uh, England's like over-the-counter candy game is really strong. Yeah. I remember the when I traveled. Not like those can, un- those candies you need a doctor's I was note to get. Say, what's the under the counter? Just, yeah, candy cane. The back alley candy. Uh, illicit candy. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. I remember traveling to Ireland to mm. visit family as a kid when I was like ten mm-hmm. in the early nineties, and I remember uh, play, I played a lot of rounders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the UK's equivalent of baseball. Probably. This is Northern Ireland, right? This was in. This was actually in Dublin that I was playing. Okay, so Ireland yeah. is a different country to the. Repu- uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, but but I think yeah. rounders is rounders is a rounders, <laughs> rounders is a is pretty, rounders yeah. is a British game, right? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I played played it's a lot. It's like of, softball, but yeah, a mm. little bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, the other thing I remember is that at the end of the game. Uh, all the children, they were very impressed by my best baseball techniques, which yeah. they found fascinating and impressive. <laughs> and at the end of the game, everyone would disperse to a candy store and buy an amount of candy so alarming to me, like five chocolate bars and then just eat them all. We were like all 10-year-olds. I was like, this is Ireland? I'm in. <laughs> this is the greatest country in the history of the world. It was amazing. Anyway, Jelly Babies. That's a good candy. That's a good candy, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Our friend Sarah Morgan is the host of a podcast called The Fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, I bet, has Ellen Zaltzman ever been on The Fear? Ellen Zaltzman has been on The Fear. She was on uh, the live show recently on the last series. There you go. She brought in her... uh, People have to bring in in three fears for us to discuss. A fear from Mm. their childhood, their favorite scary moment from from film or TV, and a fear or phobia that they live with now. And uh, Helen bought in her fear as a child was the Coca Cola advert with the holidays are coming trucks. Oh, she I don't was think terrified we have that. of it. Uh, you don't Do we have that? We, holidays we don't have that. are coming. Holidays are coming. That's not an a, American it rings, advert. It rings a bell. You've blown my mind. I assumed that was an American advert. I don't. I don't remember it. It may well be. Yeah. Okay. There's we some, have some polar bears that have been around for a long time. Very similar to the polar bears. Uh, same same vibe. But... Probably America's most beloved bears. Yeah. I was... <laughs> of Kevin Smith, of course. Yeah, and Kevin Smith. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, she was great. Um, Jordan Morris has done the show before. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. a blast. It was he a lot was of fun. He was terrific. What's your ph- phobia that you live with today, Jordan? 
What was it? I, it was something about, oh, it was like uh, online stuff, wasn't it? It was some online stuff. Uh, yeah. Like I, FOMO kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, yeah I'm afraid of Reddit <laughs> and E-bombs world. <laughs> we, what was it? Your film was, your, your scary film moment was Demolition Man? Oh, yeah. Where, Eyeballs. Uh, where Wesley Snipes takes mm-hmm. up the guy's eye in Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter at her school participated in maybe they were making a documentary at the school or something, something where she got a major reward. Mm-hmm. And she's obsessed with the movie Gremlins. Yes. Uh, and she saw she and I watched Gremlins 2 together mm-hmm. and she talked her teacher as the major reward without checking with us. This teacher ordered for her this like large collector's figurine of the spider gremlin <gasps> from yeah, Gremlins. sure. And it's maybe like... It's Gremlins 2, I believe. Yeah, from yeah. Gremlins 2. The new batch. And it's it's maybe a foot tall, I would say. It is really sizable and has like a display stand. It's, it's something that you would buy for uh, $85 at a comic book store. Yeah. So the teacher got this for your child. The teacher got this for our child without checking with us. Wow. And I am... I mean, I can't say that I'm happy with it. Uh, I don't love it. Uh, But my poor wife uh, is so deeply distressed by it. And my daughter is so excited and proud of it that it has, like, riven our household in twain. Because my daughter desperately wants to, like, go get it from her room and show it to anybody who visits at the house or whatever. My wife cannot look at it she finds it so upsetting like so disgusting and creepy because she's because it's a spider i guess um uh and just a a, just a totally physical revulsion to this thing that she does a good job of managing but Mm. i i'm married to her and can see her insides falling apart every anytime she even (laughs) glances at it i feel like me and gracie need to have a big conversation about uh gremlins too because yes. I'm, I, 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 I'm close to purchasing from the props store. Not a giant spider, although now I want one. The um, the breast pads from the female gremlin. Greta, oh wow! I love the female gremlin, and uh, yeah, I, the female gremlin has be- really become an icon. Yeah, she's really she's really taken off in a way that yeah, it's it's pleasing. They, they finally put a girl one in mm-hmm. after that Key and Peele sketch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, really but yeah, I I I really genuinely want to buy for, and things like eighty dollars. But they're just breast pads, yeah. and I just I want to frame them or bronze them or wait, something. Wait, I guess maybe I when you, yeah. I just I don't when you mm. say breast pads, what uh, are they these? would go inside. She's wearing a bikini top, okay, and I assume they go inside the bikini. I'm okay. not gesturing to my breasts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, uh, I assume they're part of the costume. That it, it's such a you, you go on this prop store website and there's stuff that's thousands and thousands of pounds, and obviously you could never afford to buy a gizmo or anything like that. But the thing I could afford was. Um, some eighty dollar breast You gotta do it. Want, you gotta do I it. I gotta do it to own a thing from that film. I'll tell you yeah. this, Sarah, and I'm mentioning it because I've heard mm. a lot about it in the last week. Mm. So we had a holiday weekend recently here in the United mm. States, and I uh, went up to my cabin with my family and our friend and colleague Elliot Kalen and his family uh, tagged along. Uh, at our invitation, mm-hmm. they didn't just invite sure. themselves. That would be weird. And uh, Elliot and Gracie have a very sweet relationship because Elliot is every is more of a weird film, weird, mm-hmm. uh, awkward film nerd than Gracie is. Yeah. So they they just interface perfectly. Yeah. It's very very sweet and beautiful. 
And the, so Gracie and Elliot were talking about uh, Gremlins 2. Mm-hmm. The new batch. The new batch. <laughs> and uh, which is a very fun movie. And uh, Elliot mentioned he has a friend who uh, bought the spider gremlin mm-hmm. uh, in a prop auction mm. without knowing how big it was. Oh, it's huge, yeah. Uh, and then found out uh, when the shipping bill came <laughs> and it was $3,000. <laughs> That it was like bigger than a car. Wow. <laughs> and now this friend of Elliot's, it takes up his entire garage. I, I, w- I would love that. Yeah. Actually, when Riley Silverman, a friend of the show, uh, did The Fear, and we had a big chat about Gremlins Day, and, we, we, and I, I was reminded that it is a Donald Trump parrot analogy, which I had... Because oh, I'd yeah, only seen the film right. as a kid, I didn't really know who Donald Trump it was. It is, yeah. And... Oh, sure. Yeah, they have a tower. There's a tower owned by a yeah. evil business guy, Daniel. What's his name? Stern? Mm-hmm. Is it the guy who plays Daniel Clamp in it? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, Question. but he's uh... Hulk Hogan's in it for a little bit. He is. He makes a cameo. When mm. is Hulk Hogan? I don't remember seeing Hulk Hogan. There's like a like a fourth wall breaking thing where the movie stops and then Hulk Hogan. They cut to like a movie theater that I mm. guess you're in, and yeah. Hulk Hogan like rips his shirt. The, the gremlins then... have interrupted the film, and Hulk Hogan oh, tells him to start. I the think movie it again. depends. Which Gracie has told me about this, <laughs> uh, but I, I think it depends so much. which version you see, <laughs> what scene you get in that in that meta moment. Mm. Some have a like we watch it on video. I think it had a VHS themed one. Then there's also a movie theater themed mm. one that they showed in movie theaters and maybe is also on the DVD. I'm not sure. I I don't remember exactly and I'm sure mm-hmm. that Elliot's friend with the spider gremlin can mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. So we'll put that on him. You let don't have to let us know, other listeners. Uh, Sarah Morgan, you also have worked on a new television show on Sky One in the UK mm. for, our, for our British listeners. Yes, it's called Intelligence. It's Nick Mohammed and David Schwimmer. And uh, yeah, it's great. And it's just started on uh, Sky One in the UK. And you can watch it all on Now TV if you want to binge it all. But it's very funny. David Schwimmer, of course, is from MASH. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Like Ross, he, Ross from MASH. Yeah. yeah. Ross from MASH. Yes. Oh, man. Remember when everybody was getting the Ross from MASH haircut? <laughs> <laughs> and millennials think yeah. Ross from MASH is a new <laughs> we'll never own a home mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer on the program you can find us online at MaximumFun.org you can find us at MaximumFun.Reddit.com if you want to Reddit about the program there is a Maximum Fun Facebook group if you want to Facebook about the program you can also like us on Facebook where we uh, we'll share an announcement. Say, look, Sarah Morgan's got a new thing that Americans can watch on TV. We'll, we'll Facebook that. I remember Americans can watch it on Peacock. Oh, yeah. They can watch Intelligence on Peacock in June. There you go. And I Not said that bad. Like I knew what that was. Yeah. <laughs> and you might leak some information about a, a, bu- a bubble-related thing that could be happening. Yeah, who knows? Maybe who, I've who knows? I mean, we don't know. We can't say who knows? whether or not you can. Find us on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. What are you, at Sarah L. Morgan? At Sarah L. Morgan. Yes, remembered it. Yes. That's for memory, folks. Woo! Uh, and uh, our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Hey, wh- I also want to mention one thing. Hmm. Our buddies, Matt Belknap and Jimmy Pardo, 
having their 1,000th episode this wow, week. Wow, of Never Not Funny. Congratulations uh, to Matt and Jimmy and the whole Never Not Funny gang, are some of our oldest podcasting pals and favorite podcasting pals. Uh, what a great and auspicious occasion for them. Uh, good dudes, brilliant geniuses of podcasting, uh, old friends, congratulations. Okay, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse. Go. Bye. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.